introductions are bound to confound. Using wet sounds to turn frowns upside down. It is me, Wolf the Dog, DJ extraordinaire. Hopping on the sound waves, leaving my soul exposed bare. Radio show is 694.2 PTBP. And now, excuse me for I have to go pee-pee. The, the, the end. I hope y'all enjoyed that poem that I composed. I spent almost as much time as I do on the show notes with that one. And speaking of show notes, someone done went and sent a note to the show. This Howlin' with Wolf is from Zach from the show that comes on after this. He sent in this message and said it's some sort of contest drawing announcement of winners. I guess he finally got around to tagging at Pretending Pod on his personal Instagram story. Wow, get a load of this fucking guy, huh? Alright, here he is, I-, I-, I guess. What's up? I'm Zach. Thanks for that incredible introduction, Mr. Wolf the Dog. And right you are. I'm here to announce the winners of the drawing slash contest. And first off, <laughs> the season's fan art contest slash drawing had some buck wild entries in all sorts of different mediums. We were... Dude, we were all completely blown away by all of your creativity and your talent. So each and every one of you, thank you so much for entering. This was so incredible. Now, let's get to the winners of merch stuff. We're going to start with the drawing, which is random. So I'm pulling these names out of a digital hat. And the first winner is Storm Clouds. Storm Clouds, you are the first winner. And the second winner is... Gremlin Dude 420. So big old congrats to Storm Clouds and Gremlin Dude 420 for your luck and your sweet, sweet victory. You each get one merch thing. And now for the contest portion of the drawing slash contest. We've got a little surprise for you. There were just too many. There were too many jaw-dropping entries this time. Like a bunch of wildly weird and cool shit so we're gonna name a couple runners up and you'll both also get one merch thing so in no particular order the runners up are antique underscore resident underscore one two four for a piece of physical art titled play ball which they made out of clay it's like a hand that reaches out for a ball that's in a squamous situation and it is fantastic go check it out if you haven't seen it yet and the other runner-up is oxum underscore live for a cross stitch that we actually requested in episode 49 at 17 minutes and 50 seconds in or so. I don't, didn't remember it, went back and listened to it. The Pettymore family cross stitch portrays Jeremy Pettymore on a riding lawnmower and a drunk Don D. Pettymore tied to a tree. And it says, mow the lawn and tie up Don fucking aces and really well done both of you thank you so much for entering you each get one thing and now is that good that drum roll on the mic do you like that the winner of the contest the winner of three merge things it's 
Slide Whistle, who did a discombobulating illustration of a psychedelically holy cow and the whole gang from our Holy Cow Farm short story, Jimmy Corrigan, Shelley St. Blythe, Vincenti Bori, and Meat Hook. So go check it out if you haven't seen it. Slide Whistle, truly top-notch work. Thank you so much and huge shout out to everyone, all of our winners, all the folks who submitted entries. That's right. I'm talking to you, Ziggy Ellen Asto. It was all a snow grow. Breathe a banshee. Dismal underscore dependent 7515. Demir 2019. Nestria. Surplus turtles. God's gift card to women. Jars of Olivers. DJ Intslut. Chewing Bree. Super five-ish. Choco underscore crayon. Turkey ham. Soren Ash. Pretending underscore Cyrus. And ooey gooey goodness. <laughs> and of course... Once again, to our winners, Storm Clouds, Gremlin Dude 420, Antique underscore Resident underscore 124, and Oxum underscore Live, as well as our grand finale contest winner, Slide Whistle. Thank you to everyone. Now, back to you, Wolf. I love you. Wow, I sure do enjoy the nice things that Zach said to and about me. Thank you, Zach, for whatever it is you do around here. I'm sure it's important. Are you caught up to this episode, but you're not yet getting that sweet, exclusive, sclussy for short, bonus content? To satiate your ear hole needs in between fresh episode drops, before you respond, keep it mind that I can see the numbers, and the numbers just keep going up. We recently dropped the two-part finale of the seven-part campaign that Thomas wrote, ran, and entitled The Lost Treasure of John Lee Pettymore. And then their Patreon numbers shot up with folks aching to listen to this wild continuation of the story of contention after the events of season one. Now, you probably already know it's only five bucks to gain clearance to the RSS feed we call Contention Confidential, where you can listen to that Oops All Pettymores campaign, along with grease loads more bonus episodes for your cochlear pleasures. That's it, patreon.com slash pretending pod. And if you'd rather just click something, that link in the other links are in the show notes. Now how about some more boring facts and figures? It's the news. Last time, waffles were had at the home of Cal Colorado before the can crew made their way downtown to the hole in the bridge that crosses the city river. In a nearby alley, they met Kurt, aka Daddy, who busted out one of those fancy new air-to-underwater drones and flew that sucker right on through the unguarded, unnaturally smooth hole. And then he plunged it into the city river below. The aquatic drone dove down into and through a tugboat, which was and also still is partially stuck in an enormous cartoon hole in the riverbed. And when the drone went through the tugboat and came out the other side, it flew into an old-timey school gymnasium with a bloody throne under one of the best 
basketball hoops and a small humanoid creature with round ears atop its head, wearing a blood-soaked school uniform, and that thing skittered on all fours towards the drone camera, which nimbly dodged the grab, but then Cal knocked the shit out of Kurt, kicked in the screen on the drone remote, and punted it to the metaphorical and very real curb. Taking us now to whatever's next, it's Alter Girl with My Life is Great and It's All My Fault. I'll let you braid their hair <laughs> if that's what you're into. I am going to think probably of the three movies, it's going to be the maybe best, the best one. For sure, the best one. The three movies, you mean Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Wonka? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trilogy. <laughs> Reserved my seats for Barbie today. Wonkin' Barber. <laughs> wow. They really got you, huh? I'm going to no, wait good. until it's not <laughs> the night it comes out and then go see the IMAX. Oh, nice. Oh, wait. Are we recording? Sure. Beep. Are we? Yeah. Action. Do it, do it though. I am. It, uh, you didn't, a big red light didn't come on. You didn't go like, click. We should get it on air. We need an on air. We should get it on air. Why not? Because we're not on air. <laughs> <laughs> we're on tape, baby. And it's not even that anymore. <laughs> Direct to digital. <laughs> Oh, that just doesn't have the Ron Zach's it. laptop Direct to digital <laughs> is even worse in some <laughs> circles. <laughs> yeah. Are we recording? Yeah. Luke, how was Taylor Swift? Yeah. It was so fucking good, dude. Tell us about your era's experience. Well, I went and so far so good. Got there. Whoa. And I sat down and then Muna played and they were pretty good. Gracie Abrams played and I've never heard her music, but she's pretty good. And then the real show started. <laughs> um, and it went on for three hours and 50 minutes. Uh, Jesus Christ. Hour and 50 minutes? <laughs> Almost just shy of four hours long. Oh my with two openers? God. Uh, no, just Taylor's set was. Right. Yeah, I mean, but with two. The what, openers played maybe start? 20 minutes at eight o'clock and was done by basically midnight. Wow. It was fucking wild. amazing, dude. It was. So the day that I went was the day she released her. Speak Now re-release. Don't speak. She like played. Just what you yep. think. That's my favorite one. Played yeah. extra songs from that. I don't know. And then had a, because on her re-release uh, record, she does like from the vault song. So basically like B-sides that didn't make it on the record. So she released, like premiered a music video for one of those songs oh, that oh. hadn't been shown before that had Taylor Lautner and Chloe King, I think is her name, an actress in it. And then she like showed it and she's like, what'd you guys think? And everybody screams. And she's like, well, like at a normal, like film premiere, they have like the actors there. So, uh, and then brought out <laughs> everybody in it. And then Taylor Lautner comes out and does like a backflip <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> and, <shit. Attaboy. laughs> and they like talk for a little bit and dude, all the fucking music was so good, dude. It was, Hell yeah. 
at like two hours in, I was like, damn, my feet hurt. And I was as I watch her like <laughs> fucking dancing right, around on yeah. stage <laughs> <laughs> for the nth night in a row. Yeah. Do you yeah. know if she's doing four hours a night every night? Um, I think ours was slightly longer by maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Wow. But um, that's still a wildly long yeah, set. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, long. it's it's nuts. I mean, because it's like songs from every single album that she has. Would and you say like every era? Every era, dude. Oh. But the Plural? last the last tour she did was four albums ago. So, oh, wow. oh yeah, I don't she, think I realized that. Yeah, COVID happened. She released two albums like in the height of COVID. One right before that she didn't get to tour on, and then one just recently. This so. is her first tour since COVID? Yeah. Wow. Shit, okay. So it usually the times I've seen her in the past, it's like, here's the album that I just came out with. We'll play all the songs on it, and then you know a few of the hits. So this time it was like <laughs> the hits from every single album, and then most of the songs on the new album. It was fucking nuts. So a good $200,000 well spent? Yeah. No, I I at work I I sat at work on Ticketmaster for about six hours. Do you, and, uh, do you want to include that in the pod? For I was doing it right next to my boss, who was on, <laughs> right. who, who was also on Ticketmaster for about six hours trying to get tickets. So we got them day of. So I paid. I mean, they were like three hundred something dollars, but I didn't pay. I mean, people were paying that like thousands. I mean, for that it. sounds for what it was reasonable yeah. for. About a hundred, less than a hundred yeah, bucks an hour. Four hour stadium show. <laughs> for a four show. hour stadium wow. show, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, that's not bad yeah. at all. <laughs> and my seats were fucking good. And dude, it was just nuts. Like, I'll show you guys like some videos I took later, but like. He's talking to you, audience. The, yeah, <laughs> I'll share them on, my, on in the, the Discord. But dude, the whole setup, like the stage and everything was just nuts. Like the whole stage was also video. Oh, come on. Yeah. And so dude, at one point, like the stage turns into water and she like finishes a song and just drowns. You can't even like see it, but the stage like barely <laughs> opens up and she just dives into the stage. And then like, it's a like a video of her like swimming under the stage all the way. (laughs) (laughs) And then like she pops up and like plays another song. It was. Do you think she runs or is she jumping down to a little area where there's like a a little go-kart that takes her to the next spot? I don't know, dude. Like it's it's the segue. There's like assistants next to her with like little fans and some bottled water. Dude, the choreography of all of it though to like hit all of that like exactly when they need to and like running from, I mean the stage was as basically as long as Arrowhead's field is like I as big as this room mm, almost <laughs> it's huge but dude it was it was fun as shit and it was great I had a great time and she sang all the songs that I wanted to hear do you feel like she had fun though <laughs> um I looked it up and she is taking like this is not what it, each show makes but what she's taking home from each show is around four to five million dollars so it doesn't matter if she's having fun. <laughs> I would assume probably a little bit, but you know, even if it's work, it's a pretty good job. <laughs> um, yeah. Last thing that was cool, she had a guitar on her original speak. What? She had a guitar on her speak now tour that's been in like the music hall of fame. I read about this. It's and great. they like took it out and she played it for that show. I saw somebody say it's like when Captain America goes to get his shield from the <laughs> museum. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, my <laughs> dad today was like, do you like Taylor Swift? I was like, yeah, I'm not like a huge fan or anything, but I like some of her songs. He's like, I think I do too. Like, I just all of a sudden been hearing a lot about her. Like, all these <laughs> videos keep popping up on my like reels. Um, yeah. And he like, then he got into some pretty like weird drama about her. Like reels drama? Yeah. Stuff? Um, I, I'm imagining your dad commenting like, not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like... <laughs> I saw a, a tweet today. It was like something like that. And then somebody just said dinosaur junior better. <laughs> it, was, it was like, man, she wrote this song about a breakup like 15 years ago. And she was, she really blamed the woman. I wonder if when she re-releases it, she might write it to be like a little chiller. And then the very next video is like, then I watched a video where um, these guys laughed about the women's soccer team playing the men's soccer team and like pointed to why that's like, why they make less money and stuff. Do you think that was like a right wing thing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, dad, it was. And he was like, I'll, I'll send it to you so you can see. And it was literally fucking the Daily Wire. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you got sent right into the algorithm. <laughs> straight so straight there. Yeah. Um, I mean, just back out. Maybe stop watching all these little they, reels. They do have the targeting down pretty well. Not that your dad is like that, but he is in the, the demographic for. Oh, yeah. For yeah. <laughs> easily anyway, flipped. White and old. <laughs> <laughs> Not easily, but just the kind that watches maybe all day so you could eventually weasel your way in there. I've heard that it's all old people do now. My mom's mom's watching Reels. My dad's watching Reels. Reels is specifically Facebook. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram. It's meta. It's meta Meta properties. Gotcha, gotcha. Which I just joined the third uh, wing of. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like some Hitler shit. (laughs) I didn't say... I just joined the Third Reich of Meta. <laughs> it sounds like you joined Meta's like Zucker Youth. It, it's Threads. It basically is. Oh, the third one. That's what you meant. Okay. Uh, yeah, Luke I meant, works like, in there's marketing, three of so them. I thought he joined some Meta like no secret society. There's, yeah, there's like, Facebook, Instagram, and now there's Threads. Organization. So I joined yeah, I the third one. I joined the third thing of Meta. <laughs> you know, if it's between Musk and Zuck. I'll kill, kill myself. Him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people, people are like rooting for Zuck because Musk has been so annoying, but they forget how Zuck uh, oh, got where he personally is. destabilized democracy, but like deliberately stood by while it happened because it made him a lot of money. Yeah, he smiled weird too, like globally. <laughs> on that note, dude, I'm stoked to see DJT back up on stage debating. You know. <laughs> Oh man, I uh, You've been watching you said, Reels? <laughs> <laughs> when you said on that note, I was like, nice, Luke's gonna turn us into playing the game. The game. And then I like d- just looked at my notes to get ready and didn't even really catch what on you On that said. note <laughs> What are we where are we at? We're beating Kurt up. We all lost our goddamn minds. Yeah, Cal kicked Kurt's ass and, and his drone controller. And broke his drone and threw some money. Adam for that and then if you stuck around for the post credit scene the very last thing that happened is Cal sniffed the bag with the goo do we need a wax and he screams I'm gonna smell God god damn it <laughs> don't sniff his earwax finger that grosses me out <laughs> his eyes went together he's coming oh akimbo yeah Cal really wants to do anything he has to to induce the sight of God from this man I don't know. What, what does Cal do to induce the sight of God? <laughs> it's a big world. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I think he rubs his face in it real hard, and he's just got this 
<laughs> gross black smudge on his nose. Julius is like seeing it happen and like nudging. Dude, dude. Nudging Cal, back. what are you doing? I don't fucking know. And he throws the bag on the ground and he just kind of storms off. Are you all right? Are you feeling anything? He, he's walking away. He took like a massive dose, dude. Oh, oh shit. Stevie reaches down, looks at the bag, and they're like, I think he like got some of it like on him. Maybe we should be careful with this. I don't know. Maybe it stopped working. Like maybe it's been out in the air too long. Sniff it. They hold it up to their nose and look at you kind of. Is this going to be the first time that all three of yeah, us have leave to leave the, the room, room so you can talk to yourself? <laughs> okay, Stevie. Uh, no, Here's this actually has already happened. Stevie, you remember while they're uh, holding the bag up to their nose that you've seen this before, and they do kind of the same thing where their eyes go blank for just like a quarter of a second, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, no. What'd you see? <laughs> so, still works and they you saw the steel works start shuddering (laughs) slowly (laughs) stevie you gotta talk to us maybe that'll help just just tell us like let's free associate right now just tell us all the things that came to mind Uh, i saw fred Stacking bodies, just stacking bodies one after another, and they weren't real. They weren't real. They weren't real. They weren't real. They weren't human. They were. Well, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. Stevie, Stevie. <sighs> Cal's come back, and he's like, put a hand on their shoulder, and he's trying to calm them down. Stevie, just. I told you that he's not a good guy. I told you. Okay. Okay. They are like sweating. Like you can see just like sweat just like pouring down their face and it's it's coming down past uh, their hair in front of their face and they use their hair to kind of wipe away some of the tears and the sweat. Beck whips out a bandana. He's always got one. Hands it to them. Thanks, Beck. Thanks. Hey, Stevie, you like grew up around those animal uh, human hybrid things. Like, did you recognize where that drone was? Oh, those are new, man. Those are fucking new. And those are from after we locked down. Okay. He got Sandro on his side, I guess. He, he figured out how to change something. He learned Fred? how to do. Yeah, Fred. He learned how to do something with Sandro. And he. I mean, he taught me a little bit, right? Uh, it's the, the thing that I showed you, and they kind of pull a, like a flask almost out of their pocket and kind of flash it at you and put it back in their pocket and you saw earlier when they were spilling blood outside of the Mercedes that's what they were using to spill the blood around he taught me a little bit of how to manipulate people and the world but he must have figured out something even bigger because I mean that uh, something happened and I mean Goddard's Gorge like it like changed it like there's something there was a shimmer about it and that's when people started showing up and animals of all sorts and the you know the in-betweeners and that the the in-betweeners is that the is that what we just saw yeah yeah i think so i hadn't seen anything like that that world that you asked about that that place i don't know i don't i don't know 
I guess that's where they came from, but like we saw them when we were going across, back across to leave Grover's Gorge across. I mean, those things were there and they they came from the the church. They were alive though, but that, that's, I think that's where he was stacking the, you said you saw the bodies, right? I think that's where I just saw. He was, he was stacking, stacking those bodies. bodies. I saw the bodies with the blood moat and the train over the blood tracks. And Hold on, why does this guy have so many bodies? I think it's because they're appearing in Goddle's Gorge, and so he was using them to fill up the boat. Jesus, get it together, Stevie. Can I back up real fast? You said that Fred got Sandro on his side? Wasn't Sandro a turtle? Yeah, but, you know, God. Did he communicate with the turtle? Yeah. Was it with the turtle or the thing inside the turtle? I mean, it was the thing inside the turtle. It was the thing that was inside Greg. So what did Sandro think about that? Just trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> Sandro was a prisoner, I think. Where was that thing before it was in Sandro? Frank put it in Sandro, or like maybe the mayor before Sandro. I mean, obviously, there's something to do with the mayor, right? Like, who was the mayor before Sandro? It's in your notes. You're the only one who saw his grave. Oh, I fell on top of his grave. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mentioned something about I, He had a name. I've, it's, it's so much has happened since then. He's buried behind a fox's house. house. Greg, did I make Fox up? No, that's the name that I think Fred like made him have after he changed him. Well, it was behind his house, but it doesn't matter. I wonder if... Hmm. I wish you wouldn't have let your brother go. Wow. <laughs> Me too. But also, like, I had to. Why did you have to? He's my brother. Well, like, not, oh, not anymore, yeah. really. Yeah, well, I hadn't. Yeah, I know. I get it. I hadn't accepted I get that it. Yet. What if we got the mayor to go into, like, a little worm or something? Well, now he's, like, out there. Right, we gotta find him before we can do anything. What if with we him? paint a hole on the side of the wall, like Wiley e. Coyote, and he just smacks his fucking dome against it? Dong. Do you think he's drawn to the holes, or is he making them? I think he's, he's making. He's, them. he's making them, but you know, I'm spitballing here, guys. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it, do you no, have a better no, solution no than painting ideas. a giant hole on the ground? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear it. Everybody, roll alertness at a negative twenty. Fail. You're caught up in this conversation. Pass. Fail. But even while caught up in this conversation, Julius, you notice that Daddy is collecting the broken drone screen like monitor out of the trash that Cal kicked it into and putting it back into his bowling bag. Hey, da- Daddy, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't... Daddy recoils. When you call out to him, did that thing not? Did that thing not freak you out? Of course, it freaked me out. It made me feel all sorts of bad things. Did it make you want to punch yourself? Because that's what it made me feel like doing to you. What? No, I, 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 I don't want. I don't want to be a part of any more of this. No, I. Okay, you don't have to be. Throw us the memory stick, I, and leave your broken drone here. His eyes get really big and he takes off running after him boys dexterity (laughs) 
Cal fails. Fifty-one <laughs> on a forty-five. Beck fails. Ninety-seven on a fifty. I got a nineteen on a seventy. I Woo. got a thirty on. This guy can't be that dexterous. Probably like a forty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Julius, why does he get away? As everyone falls behind, the two of you are uh, sprinting off, taking around corners and running around the streets of downtown. You've left Cal Colorado and Beck Wilder in the dust. It takes a while, but as soon as Julius starts to feel, you know, that heat you get from running, as soon as he starts to feel that, he just, it's like his body almost goes limp and he just kind of loses balance and falls to the ground. <laughs> Don't worry, Cal. Julius is after him. He's got those thighs. He's going to catch him no problem. I pro- he probably will, but let's let's swing around in the Mercedes and, and cut him off. We got to go all the way back to your place for it. What? <laughs> we came here in the van. Whatever. <laughs> get, in the fucking, get in the fucking car. <laughs> Stevie, pull it around. <laughs> from... from from uh, quite a distance you just hear Julius guys I I can't do it you're like you're looking back (laughs) you're looking back at where he came from but then the the can van pulls up right next to you Julius kind of like crawls over to it and like I help you in kind of just yeah throws himself into the back which way did he go dude you're totally noodled what's going on does anyone have navigation Julius tries to point where he went, but it's just kind of his arm kind of flops. Ten percent. I'll give Stevie a thirty if somebody wants to roll for them. <laughs> That's a critical failure in eighty-eight. <laughs> You're going right for the hole. <laughs> they uh, they know exactly where he went. Uh, they spot a little bit of drone down the distance, and they plug in his home address on their phone and Cal slaps it out the window. Oh, <laughs> and as it... We don't need that newfangled technology to catch a creep. <laughs> and you both see it as it lands, it just lands on one corner and you see it just kind of like pops and the screen shatters off of the side of it and it just falls into a few different pieces as the canned van continues to drive and Stevie's like, what do I... I, uh, we have to We're off the grid now, Stevie. <laughs> Everybody, throw your phones out the window. Uh, do we have to? Julius does not throw his phone out the window. <laughs> yeah, Cal's, Cal's like driving like a madman. He's not really. <laughs> he's not really paying attention to those demands. Uh, uh, uh okay. <laughs> but doesn't Beck, do anything. Beck, I want you to find anything in this van made after, I don't know, 1996. Okay. Get it at the fuck out of here. <laughs> Julius uh, quickly thinks about what year he was born and then like, is like, okay. Uh, yeah, dude. Okay. No problem. And he throws one mic cable out the window. Oh, uh, Stevie. All right. Oh, I just, I'm going to miss that mic cable. <laughs> I need to piss. Okay. Where were we? Not we ran, we are going the wrong way. We got in the van to try to chase down Daddy. Kurt. Daddy. Daddy. 
Are we just kind of aimlessly driving at this point, or where? Yeah, are we going? where are we going? Haven't we met him at his house? Is uh, Cal driving? Did we do that once. Am I going fucking insane here? I think maybe a little bit. You did just attack him out of nowhere, seemingly. That was wild. Do you want to speak on that? The drone brought the thing to us. You know, is it so crazy to be afraid of that uh, that fucking thing? Uh, the, drone was in, the drone was in that play. That, that, that thing, the drone was going to lead that thing right to us. It went through the hole. That thing could come through the hole, too. Cal, I never realized that you, like... I had to get rid of an accent to be on TV. <laughs> it was really coming out there. I don't know what you're talking about. Good with me. He glares at Julius. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Is Cal driving? Yeah, yeah. So in the rearview mirror, just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a POV shot from Julius's perspective, and he's like, "Huh?" So, what are we doing? What's well? You know, I was thinking like. Every time we sniff the bag, we're seeing the bodies, we're seeing the church, and then we flew the drone down into a hole, and we saw the animal, who the last time we saw the animal, guys, was by the church. I don't like where you're going with this, Julius. I'm thinking maybe we got to get back to the gorge and back to that church, and maybe I saw some tracks, maybe take that train. Julius, we, we can't do shit there. You saw, we need to come back with the fucking Air Force. What does X say about all this? Well, I mean, that's a we good We need to fucking nuke Goddle's Gorge. Okay, if Goddle's Gorge is out for now, I guess, the only other person who's experienced that, I mean, we could go talk to Kaylee Silver. The doctor was talking about climbing into stomachs. That seems, I mean, if it's not related, that would be weird. We were definitely going to do that. Was that supposed to be today or? Well, there was also tentatively a meeting with Brock Hargrave, but we all kind of came to the conclusion that he's probably not with us anymore yeah i guess we need to try to make it though just in case i mean should we should we just maybe just be there just in case maybe if somebody's monitoring his communications we could get the drop on them i mean we could go and wait for like 15 minutes and then scope it out and go talk to kaylee go talk to kaylee after that yeah yeah i, I mean i think we could all use a drink it at is noon. <laughs> it is i'm gonna say we were supposed to meet him at noon though right yes it's 11 a.m on Thursday, July 7th. We can just scope it out until like 12.15, and then if he's not there, then... Yeah, let's, let's do that. And um, on the way... Th- th- when we get there and we're parked, I gotta, I gotta show you guys something. Uh, why did it sound like well, there were yeah, connotations? It sounds like you're gonna show us your penis. <laughs> oh, no. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that for like a it's second. Well, listen back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's thinking. <laughs> Everybody's thinking this. Why do you guys all want to see it? I don't. You brought it up. <laughs> no, you, you guys you guys heard it though. Yeah, cuz you said it. Cuz you wanted to hear it? I won't speak in riddles with you, Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's not. just get to the foundry. <laughs> yeah, everybody shut the fuck up. Turn off your phones. We're listening to the goddamn Blues Brothers. <laughs> rubber biscuit starts playing we see the overhead shot of the map of the city as the can van little cutout uh, goes along the red line and uh, goes over to the warehouse district where the train tracks lie and the parking lot sits across from the foundry uh we pull into a spot and i say all right guys come back here and we've got like the one a little mini editing station (laughs) 
<laughs> Julius nods and it's like rinses his teeth like, oh, I think so. Stevie, you might want to look away for this. Yeah, I I mean, I still don't think it's his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stevie. It's right it's right there. Yeah, we know where everyone's private parts are. No, in the words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> You gotta read between the lines, TV. Cal is pointing. It's right there. <laughs> I'm like brushing the tip. <laughs> Julius is just like, oh, okay, Beck, let's let's get it over with. <laughs> All right. So last night I was falling asleep and I was looking through our old footage. Right. Check this out. And I pull up, you guys are watching the footage, and it's toward the end of our escapade on that bridge. I, I'm saying, I'll say, uh, you guys remember we were trying to escape, and there were those like animal creature dudes, right? They were chasing us. Yeah. But there was that yeah. one who was like a leopard, like straight up just a leopard. Yeah. yeah, it was full on leopard. And it was like coming at us, but like it slipped and it was going to fall off. You remember that? Yeah. Check this out. And I show that, that scene, and I play it and you guys are watching and you don't really notice anything and I play it again you don't really notice anything and I say check this out and I crank up the volume and I rewind and play it again and you hear oh shit and I turn it back and I play it again and you hear oh shit turn it back and play it again oh shit it's a fucking talking fucking leopard what the fuck I mean do you think they like eventually just turn into a animal from like what we saw the the kids i'm looking at stevie kind of pointedly you called them in-betweeners right so you're saying the animals that that showed up could talk some of them yeah sandro was one of them no he was just a turtle turtle. (laughs) julius has freaked the fuck out from that news sandro had been around for a long time since before like the thing started showing up you don't want to throw your dangerous god thing in a in a sentient leopard man that's true you want true, to throw true, it true. in a, a slow ass turtle, turtle yeah. yeah and you said we you don't know where they they showed up from where they came from were they invited no it was just after the yeah after the lockdown like they started appearing like just in bloops where'd they put them bloops did they let them run run they around just like bloop through like a hole of existence i guess say that again they just bloop through a hole of existence, I oh, guess. Oh. oh, oh, shit! <laughs> Stevie, where did those holes come from? Fuck! Are you saying that we gotta like drone ourselves down into a hole to get there? Cal stops the vehicle, slams on the brakes, and says, "Julius, don't ever say those words around me again." Wait, just any of them? Drone. And drone ourselves. Okay. Drone ourselves into a hole. I guess I'm, uh, like we gotta swim into that hole. That's how my grandma would have done it. (laughs) (laughs) The smile and the glint in Cal's eye. She looks off into the distance, which is still just in the back of the can van. Can you clarify the lockdown thing? Yeah, like COVID? No, like, um, when my dad, my. When Fred took over from Frank, he um, he put Goddard's Gorge on the lockdown. Before that, it was like, you know, pretty free to like open to the public, come and go. And yeah, where are we going? The Foundry. 
We're here. We're here. <laughs> Let's get out. <laughs> we we are out and wa- and we just watched his video. I assume we watched that in. Yeah, we were in the back of the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant. Yeah, remember he was going to show us his penis, but that still hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but yeah, so and then we did the animals the Wait, whole thing. I got to show you one more thing. <laughs> no, Beck. Nobody. We don't want to see your penis. Or you know, regardless of whether or not we want to see your penis, it's not professional. It's not the time, Beck. Let's go talk in there. And he points to the foundry. And you guys see a older bar, well maintained, but clearly been here for a substantial amount of time, sitting on the train tracks here in the city. Sun is beating down. It's July 7th after all, about 11, 10, 11, 11, somewhere in there. Oh, oh guys, make a wish. I wish. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's a couple people sitting on the patio outside having a drink together. And as you guys walk in, the sun coming in through the windows feels almost out of place. Here at the foundry, you're used to this being an after work sort of location. But there's some regulars sitting around the bar and Maggie is bartending as always. You see the televisions are on, various news media outlets. and Julius checks to make sure at least a couple of them are can. Oh, yeah, at least a couple are for sure. Any news about uh, Julius's uncle? No, strangely. No coverage of the death of Ty Freyland and no coverage of the death of some city PD. And no deaths are being reported on taking place at the Zeitgeist only two nights ago. Hey, Maggie, have you been watching the uh, the news? Yeah. Are they talking about anything other than the hole? No, mostly just hole talk. No, like so smooth. They just keep trying to get those cameras on the smooth edge. It's wild. Have you ever seen anything like it? Cal kind of turns back to you guys and like grins and he's like, we're going to have an exclusive, boys. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, though, like, you know, the... X-Files isn't super into, like, airing out their dirty laundry. So I don't know if uh, that's such a good idea. Whoa, 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 Julius, my dude. No, we're not talking about your uncle. They just aren't talking about any of the things we're going through, which is what we're reporting on. Julius is saying that he doesn't want to put the footage out. Of the cut-in-half bodies. Definitely not the type stuff. There's type stuff? No, just, I mean, we make... <laughs> We report the news and we know the news. It doesn't have to have a video. Anyway, that it doesn't matter. We're not going to do it. Yeah. Maggie, well, Maggie holds, yeah, good on the holes. We'll take a round. <laughs> hey, Beck, maybe we should report on the Tive stuff. <laughs> I mean, he's right. I don't have any footage of it. That's weird. I mean, at the end of the day, that's just a murder. The stuff that we've got going is yeah. a lot bigger. And, like, pretty sure it's cool if we, like, put it out there. Did you think we were going to? No, I, you know what? I don't. It's been a rough time for me. I don't know. I trust you guys, but like, well, you know, get it together. Depression's not real. <laughs> Julius, <laughs> on the, on that note, a round for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's right here, and uh, yeah, I heard everything you said, but uh, you know, everything's off the record here in the foundry. Shh. <laughs> Julius shushes her, jokingly, like. Like shh. Oh, it's like a funny joke. Julius sure thinks it is. Cal's jaws like dropped, and he 
legitimately doesn't know. It's like the fucking good, the bad, and the ugly. Even the <laughs> dust has stopped moving in the sun rays that are floating in. And then Julie. Maggie starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to run it or start good, it? Good, good one, Julius. I think we'll uh, maybe just run it. We're, we're waiting for Brock. Yeah, you haven't seen a dude in here who looks like an archaeologist. He's all you? dirty all the time. No. And has a shovel. I have not seen a dirty man with a shovel in the foundry today, no. <laughs> well, what, what about, about a clean man with a shovel? No. And no any shovels. number of legs. Uh, what? Doesn't matter. It's for the news. Yes, world's getting stranger and stranger as she, <laughs> she goes to clean a pint glass. You should give him a call. Am I imagining that when you first contacted him, did you say something like our usual booth or something like that or did that not happen no but i mean of course there's our can booth that we sit in with all our pictures about let's go sit over there i mean i'm sure that he'll he'll head that way julius just make sure to like have a line of sight to the entrance and once again the can crew goes the can booth where the picture of a much younger cal colorado is on the wall right behind the now shaken downtrodden Sad. Cal's like actively shaking his voice <laughs> against the, uh, like shaking his head at the voice in his head. <laughs> it's like, no, no, one of those things, Max. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm not downtrodden. I'm angry as hell. And I'm going to get to the bottom of this shit. And he like screams that in the bar. <laughs> yes. awesome. Julius kind of looks at him like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, man, yeah. Uh, Does anybody have a Sharpie? I want to sign this. And it's a picture of Julius doing the printing press. <laughs> like on uh, at the booth. Cal, yeah, Cal like absentmindedly pulls one out of his pocket and like scribbles big all across the <laughs> Cal, Colorado. <laughs> I mean, that's it's probably worth more now. <laughs> Oh, are we all going to sign it? Cool. Julius signs it, like, right above his own head. And ambling over to the table, as you're all going through and signing these framed pictures, an emaciated woman in a tank top and loose shorts, so loose that I could probably fit one of my thighs through the entire waist. Maybe. Maybe. It'd be tight. But, but these th- tiny shorts... Room? Are loose. Did that make any sense? Yeah. Cal's staring. He's like, Dr. Bark Harvover? <laughs> she has a broken nose, and her two eyes are looking at two of you at the exact same time. Right it's one of the chameleon hybrids. <laughs> and she, she's sort of, sort of shaking, kind of herky jerky. And. <laughs> Kind of grits her mouth. Hey, can we help you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, it, dep- it, dep- it depends. What brings you? What brings you in to drink at the foundry before uh, 11 a.m.? But after 8:36, are you? Aren't you? You're. You're Mr. Cal Colorado. Yes, we're, we're a news team, and we're in here because this is the news bar, and we've been up all night covering an important story Becca's just kind for of the city. Becca's just kind of absentmindedly pointing at the pictures behind him. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I thought, thought that one might be. You, I Googled you. Faces twitching and eyes still darting back and forth, but keeping two of you in their exact sights at all times. It's just, it's just it's eight, thirty-six. It's eight, thirty-six. It's, uh, you guys are, um, you, you're, uh, you're, um, hold it together, hold it together. You're a friend of Doctor Hargrave. Um. I am an acquaintance of, of Dr. Hargrave. Uh, I've interviewed him once or twice for, for a story. You know, he's quite the big man in the city here. We, we love to hear... Did you start a tab? Yeah, go ahead and get, get yourself whatever thanks, you like. Thanks. She turns around and walks up to the bar. How do you guys want to play this? That's not Brock. I've seen a lot of... <laughs> it's not Brock. No, it's, it's not. I've, I've seen a lot of fans like this, and I, I don't know if I have the energy to deal with this today, guys. Good... <laughs> One of you. You think she knows him? I mean, she she said she Googled me. But how would she know that we would even like it's it's a hell of a coincidence if we're all here and waiting for Brock Hargrave and then she comes in and asking about Brock Hargrave. Well, I kind of slipped up and said Doctor Bark Harfarf right to her face, <laughs> but she might have. <laughs> she could have. She could have extrapolated that. it from that. Yeah. I mean, let's just go with it. And I mean, worst case, we leave. Do we play ignorant or do we tell her that we were here beating him? Okay, she, guys, she said 836. She starts ambling back to the table slowly. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> she stops in her tracks. <laughs> Eyes akimbo. Uh, Beck, I think you take the lead on this one. Fuck! <laughs> you're, you're showing a lot yeah, of like sure. leadership Very right now. Yeah, a lot of gumption. Okay, give me a sec. And he pulls out the camera and just sits it on the table and tries to be inconspicuous by leaning on it. <laughs> All right, come on over. She continues walking up with a uh, very red, very red drink in a rocks glass. Oh. <laughs> What'd you get? What? What? What drink is that? It's really, really ruby red. It's Campari. It's com- It's Campari. Just straight Campari. It's filled to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like one of the Negroni Spagliato with Chardonnay in it or whatever? <laughs> Maggie sighs. When so did we deeply. record this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. It's right, late guys. summer, twenty twenty-two. I'm. It's. It's nice to. It's nice to meet you. I'm here. Have a have a seat. I'm Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. Elijah. I'm Cal. When I offered the seat, I was trying to give it right where the camera's pointed. <laughs> nice. Do you know Brock? Yeah. I knew Brock. Oh, there's a... You dropped a past tense there. Is that... She reaches into her pocket slowly and then sets a cell phone on the table. That's not mine. Julius looks at Beck and at the phone, like... Beck reaches across the table... Does she stop me? At the very last second, she slaps your hand. How do we know that's his phone? Well, do you want to call it? Do we have to bring smartphones into this? <laughs> <laughs> he passes He passes his phone to Beck, and he's like, Beck, you know my code. It's your birthday. Can you unlock it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that, Cal. Cool. Do, 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 do. Beck gets it wrong the first time. <laughs> oh, maybe it's my daughter's birthday. Oh, um, do I know your daughters? 
I think you just plug your correct birthday in the second time. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it was mine. You're right. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Okay. And then, Doctor, is it under D? Yes, it is. Doctor Brock Hargrave, and I hit it to call it. Did you pull up a live recording of this? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> is this like his ring back? <laughs> his ring back. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's happened into the smartphone on the table. It, it's on Do Not Disturb, but you get. And then <laughs> no, she, uh, you see the phone on the table starts ringing and it says. Oh, Star Wars music. Cal, Colorado. Son of a bitch. I hand your phone back. How do we know you just didn't steal it? Well, I did. Okay. 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 Where? From uh, his dead body, which was in the bottom of oh. a dirt pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was it his whole dirt pit? Was it his whole body? Yeah. It was at the zeitgeist. Um, there was Fuck. a hole, and his body was in there you stabbed open his entrails were spilling out stomach just a when mess was, you're the one who the, saw the crawling in the crawling trying to get into somebody's stomach no wait hold on sorry talk about that that's nothing when were you at the zeitgeist two nights ago when were we at the zeitgeist last night too late the doctor said something about entrails and crawling in she, she yeah. didn't seem to know about it she wanted to plug us for information on that we don't know nothing about that. What brought you to the zeitgeist? I was checking in on Dr. Hargrave. How did you know Dr. Hargrave? I worked um, on similar sorts of projects. Like digging? When necessary, yeah. yeah, um, Digging, for sure. But um, What exactly is it you do? <laughs> she kind of smiles. And uh, like way too many of her teeth show. Because it's just like skin stretched across a skeleton's face. What is that called? A skull. <laughs> <laughs> a skeleton's face. What's that called? You know, like a Halloween man. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's wearing a Scully's shirt. <laughs> That's why you're thinking of it. You're telling me that there's bone men inside of me? <laughs> How many? <laughs> So, like, what is it that you do? I, I'm curious why you were reaching out to Dr. Hargrave now, at this time. He wasn't, he weren't doing anything so much in the, in the public eye as much. You wouldn't want him for an interview, I don't think. So why'd you, why'd you reach, why'd you reach? Well, you thought wrong. We're actually quite interested in exactly what he was doing out there. And it sounds like you might know. Could you shed some light on it? We uh, found his shovel, and, that, and we figured we'd uh, try to get it back to him, maybe. <laughs> who, ki- who killed him? I don't know. There was a half a body and a pair of legs of a pretty sure a man that I know, and then his body as well. And so I, and there's some Who's the other man you knew? Out cold, unconscious, fainted, still alive. But Brock was whole. Who was still alive? Some lady was still, some girl still alive out there, but then I saw, you know, there's a... An old friend, Dr. Murray, showed up, so I had to get the fuck out of there. You know Dr. Murray? Oh, you know Dr. Murray. That's what I was just about to say. We should... Do you know X? 
I don't know anyone called X. No. How do you know Dr. Murray? Oh, well, Dr. Murray. <laughs> Dr. Murray used to be a good cowboy. But, you know, she's being burned from the seventh, so there's no, no so cowboy no more. You're, uh, you're... And what? Her lack of discretion and her lack of loyalty led to her being banned and therefore scorned and therefore burned. Sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry, she... Oh, my God. Beck, this is what I was talking about. Julius, are you with the... You're with the rogue group. You're working with Dr. Murray? Wait, first, you're working with who? I'm working for me and God. What are you working for? City Action News. I'm I'm Beck. We're the Cowboys. We're Americans. Are you the rogue ones? <laughs> Ain't been rogue since oh, 92. Man. Julius kind of is doing like a cut it out motion to the cow. She's looking at, <laughs> she's looking at Julius with both eyes. And one of them's just kind of going up and down your body while the other one stares you in the eye. Looking at them thighs. Uh, Julius kind of like goes to show off his thighs, but like lifts his shirt up a little bit to like show that he has his gun on. Do you guys think I can smoke in here? Yeah. For a a little while. You can can smoke in (laughs) here. At least. (laughs) She She pulls a glass pipe out and puts it on the table. What the fuck? Oh, like that? Oh, yeah, I don't know about that kind of smoking. Oh, she grabs it and stands up Steve- and walks away. I'll be right back. Stevie, you're Gen Z, right? Just give her an Adderall. Oh, yeah. Do you just want... How fast will it work? I mean, it's like instant release, so quick. Yeah, okay. Did you know Brock Because like... She puts the pipe back in her pocket. Well, if he like down. points at where the pipe was like, because of like... Rocks? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to 25 or 6 to 4 this morning, and it has been stuck in my head all day. What's that? What's what? 25 or 6 to 4. It's Chicago funny. song. You brought that up because just today at work, my boss was saying that the best uh, live show he's ever saw was Chicago. Okay. The reason I listened to it is because I hung out with Ian this weekend, and we were watching just like live music videos of old rock bands, and- one of them we watched was that song, and they speed it up live, and it's even better than the Wait, I'm super confused. Version. I saw Chicago recently. <laughs> <laughs> Good one with that. me. <laughs> it's one that didn't make it into the show. I played 25 or 6 to 4 in my middle school band. What, nice. what instrument did you play? Trombone. Nice. So I got to do... Wow. That's, yeah. that's, cool. that's awesome. Is that why you played the trombone? Did you get to do some... Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, you can still do it. Oh, good tone work. Do you still have your trombone? I might have an old one. I sold a really nice one for a lot of money when I was in middle school. It was like as I got out of middle school, said I'm not playing this shit no more, and I sold it on eBay. And it was like they're expensive as hell. I mean, I think it was like maybe five hundred dollars, but that was five hundred dollars to middle school. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, why did you get the money? This is so confusing. Uh, Because it was uh, I stole it. I stole it from the kid in the first place. So (laughs) I beat up a a sixth grader and 
Took his trombone. <laughs> it was uh, it was gifted to me. It wasn't uh, nobody had paid for it. Oh, love I that! I feel a little bad that I've sold a gifted thing, but I I played it for three years Here's and decided it wasn't. Once it's my gifted, thing. what'd you buy with the money? I don't Drugs. remember. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine. A shittier trombone. <laughs> Um, when, when Ian and I were watching that video though, we were both, you know, had smoked weed and just like ha- halfway through, Excuse me, what? halfway through Ian just looked at me and goes, what do you think it means? <laughs> so we looked it up and it was talking about his favorite time to write songs was between 30 and 25 minutes to four o'clock in the morning. And the thing, it's either 25 minutes or six to four. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. It's about writing music late at night or early in the morning, but for him, probably late at night. You just imagine him at a fucking 345 going like, <laughs> this is awesome. But all then, of his neighbors. It makes all the mo- all the lyrics make more sense. Just the say, first thing is like, waiting for the break of day. I just assumed his neighbors would come in and kill him and then be like, he had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. Oh, we have... um. We have good reason to believe that Zach might try to the menu us tonight. <laughs> so this might be the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> Ian Taylor will be like being real cagey about whether or not they were going to the menu us. Which so, character do you want to be? Uh, One that gets away. Yeah. Hey, Zach. <laughs> no spoilers. Serve me a simple role-playing podcast. <laughs> I actually am very fascinated by the techniques that he uses uh, while we role-play. Right? Luke. That was you're Tony gonna Stoneham. be the GM for the rest of the. <laughs> um, I guess uh, roll. <laughs> um, do Good you have Tony do, uh, do you have any character sheets I could use? I love skins back. Me in the too. Day, dude. I I've watched it all the way through once, and I don't want to go back and oh, watch it because there's never. no way it's as good. Never, never, never. Yeah, I watched it when I was like, I was in like eighth, eighth grade, probably. Oh, I was gonna say like nineteen. We probably watched it the same year. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait. Yeah, that does kind of add up. Shit. Well, you're at it, Netflix. You're not even 30 yet. <laughs> Literally, as soon as it came yeah. on Netflix. Oh, my God. That's Me wild. too. It's interesting that you watched it right before you went into high school. I watched it coming right out of high school, and I was like, was I supposed to be trying to do this in high school? I was like, <laughs> is this what this was supposed to be about? I think now that I think about it, I was watching it at my friend Josh's house, and I knew him in high school, so I was probably a sophomore in high school. And then but did anyway. you do a lot more drugs? And no, bug? we were all straight edge, and we were like, "This is wild, dude!" And then there's <laughs> these, a these kids are idiots. There is a scene where there's like a biker gang, and they're all straight edge, and we we're like, "Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the heroes are finally here!" <laughs> oh my god! Well, we were like, "Dude, they made them assholes." And looking back on it, it's like, well. <laughs> How much fun that I was. forgot. I haven't told him happy birthday yet. <gasps> it's today. It's today. It is. Let's call him. <gasps> yeah. Let's call him. Should we call him? Yeah. Speakerphone. Speakerphone. There's, There's a speaker hopefully speaking really phone. <laughs> this call is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom joke. <laughs> I don't think he's going to answer. It's I don't think he's going to answer. Should we leave a voicemail birthday. for him? Oh, yeah. If we just talk into the mic, then he Thomas won't hear it. Puts it. We talk and you say what we say. Headphones. Hey, you reached Justin's cell phone. Uh, leave a 
Love it. That's amazing. Hey, Justin. Uh, hey, Justin. Happy birthday. We love you. Happy birthday. We were going to wish you happy birthday, but then Zach started singing and drowning out all the wishes. Happy birthday, dear Justin. Happy birthday to you. And Peter D. Uh, happy birthday, happy Justin. Birthday. Answer your phone next time, cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Literally for a second there, I'm like, he's being awful quiet during this. <laughs> Everybody, wish Wolf the dog a happy belated birthday when you hear this. Ow.